This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, John Bodenhammer is the Senior Managing Director of Championships for the United States Golf Association. USGA just wrapped up a busy week at Oakmont with U.S. Amateur, punctuated by a big announcement about future tournaments at Oakmont and Marion. It's a pleasure to welcome John Bodenhammer back to the Augusta Golf Show. Congratulations on last week. John, how are you? I'm great, John, and thank you. It was an exciting week, both uh, with the U.S. Amateur, 121st U.S. Amateur Championship at uh, Oakmont Country Club, and then our big announcement about Oakmont and Marion Golf Club. Really a really a great, great week. Give me your thoughts on last week. How the old girls hold up? Uh, as good as ever. Uh, you know, <laughs> Oakmont Country Club is one of those uh, really great places in the game, one of those special places. Uh, we like to think of it as one of those cathedrals of the game that that really, you know, the architecture is so special. Uh, just the uh, clubhouse, the locker room, the way that they operate, just the setting. You stand on that property and you look out over all the drama that uh, that, that uh, golf course represents. And it was just a joy to conduct the U.S. Amateur Championship there, and uh, it showed up. We had a lot of rain early in the week, but uh, over the weekend we had a very exciting uh, final, semifinal and final match, and um, it just uh, really, Oakmont uh, proved again why it's one of uh, the great championship tests. I had the pleasure about five weeks earlier, John, of spending the weekend there and playing the golf course. I did not see anybody driving 14. I... Uh, did you guys did you guys think that could happen? Well, you never know with uh, these days. Uh, <laughs> you get the right wind and you get um, the right player. But no, we 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 didn't really really didn't uh, think that would be uh, w- would be anything that would happen. Uh, you know, seventeen's the one that's, that's sure. really the one that kind of creates the excitement that's drivable, but. No, we, we really didn't, and, you know, I think Oakmont kind of proved what we thought it would play like, and, uh, you know, it's such a great match play course tactically. There gives you a lot of different options, a lot of variety, and boy, oh, boy, those putting greens are something else. They are, they are that. They, they are that. Um, I smiled when um, I, one of the contestants, I believe, in the morning, in the morning round Sunday, I think four-putted one of the holes, and, and I did that on nine. I, I, I whacked it four times on the ninth hole um, out there. Easy to do. You, um, you had the announcement regarding the future events there at Oakmont and Marion, and you said something in your interviews that really made me smile. I've asked this of every major champion on the show. Does it matter where you won your major? And, John, to a person with the exception of Lee Trevino. He's the only one that said it didn't matter. All, all of them have said, yeah, it matters where I won my major. So how large a role did that play when it came to this decision? Well, you, you know, John, it, it really is a great point because over the last two, two and a half, maybe three years since Jason Gore has joined us when we created that position and, and we hired him, come in and really begin a dialogue with the players. We've been asking that question, uh, both men and women, where do you want to win your U.S. Open? Uh, three years ago, Nick Price, former world number one, multiple major champion, 
we were talking about where we should take the U.S. Open and the U.S. Women's Open, and Nick just popped into the conversation, as he often does, and shared a, a, a great uh, epistle and said, you know, John, it really is important where players win their U.S. Open. And we've taken that to heart. It's so simple, but it's so true. And, we, and that, that discussion with players, we believe we know where, where uh, they want to win. And, uh, you know, it's, it does matter. And, I, and the way that I like to think about it is the ghosts of the past matter. And, you know, players want to win where, where the ghosts are present. You know, at Oakmont, uh, Bob Jones winning the uh, U.S. Amateur in 1925, and then Ben Hogan winning uh, the U.S. Open as the second major of the triumvirate. That year in the three majors he won, of course, the epic Nicholas Palmer duel in 1962, and then you have Johnny Miller's 63 in the final round in 1973, Paula Kramer winning the U.S. Women's Open in 2010, and then, of course, Dustin Johnson with that great shot on 18 in 2016. Uh, And then you just stack up Marion right next to it, my goodness, with Bob Jones winning the Grand Slam uh, there, the final leg at Marion in 1930, and then... Ben Hogan's one iron after coming back from the car crash in 1950. It goes on and on and on at those two places. And players want that. They want to be part of where those special moments were as they make their own special moments. Did you get a sense, John, because I think the golf media had this sense when you made the announcement and Marion was in there. And Marion's Marion's in there for the long haul with an open in 2050. There was a lot of talk a few years back when it was there that the infrastructure was difficult and that the course was short i think i think the golf media was kind of surprised you went that route there's a little bit of that but uh you know marion is such an amazing place and gil hans and the club just came through a major uh i would call it not just a renovation but a modernization of that entire uh, uh east course and you know i think a lot of people uh, when we made the announcement last week thought of Marion in in its current state, mm-hmm. and it was difficult in 2013. We had parking. I parked my car as a member of the staff in Buddy Marucci's front yard, <laughs> and we had uh, our scoring uh, uh, areas in people's or members' backyards, and we had we had hospitality and in, in driveways of, of homes across from the golf course, and, and so it was hard. But we were able to pull it off. Uh, because of a number of creative, uh, innovative thinkers that helped us and members. and But I think that was then. And I think as we think about it going forward, uh, in, in leading up to 2030, the club has already uh, done a number of things with their golf course, uh, thinking about what their West course might produce and otherwise. And I think it's going to be a little bit different and easier to conduct the U.S. Open. Uh, still, a, you know, a, maybe a smaller footprint, but it's Marion Golf Club. It's a great Hugh Wilson design, and the ghosts of the past are there. What does Buddy charge for parking? Buddy's fees were exorbitant, so I can't get into that. But uh, he's a dear friend. As you know, he was at the announcement, and it was really quite an emotional time for him as a past champion. Uh, and and all he just, uh, and the entire club, Oakmont as well, it just embraced this. We're thinking to the future. And uh, really, uh, the U.S. Open, the U.S. Women's Open, and other, and other championships there that will happen over the next three decades are going to be amazing. And I think the ability to really think that far out allows us to plan in ways that we have never thought about before. And the same with Pinehurst. Uh, 
uh, and even band and dunes, things that we could do for the future. For example, for U.S. Open, we lay 18 miles of cable for the television broadcast. But what if we put all that underground and only did it once? We wouldn't have to do it each time we run a, an open championship. Or will we even need to lay any cable or bury under the ground when things go wireless, yeah. hopefully in a few years? We're thinking about all of those things and more, and we think it's exciting for what the future holds. You know, you're not going to let the cat out of the bag on this show, and I'm going to guess a similar announcement is going to be forthcoming one day about the West Coast venues. With this strategy, John, are there still going to be singular open venues? Of, and if so, will they have the same historic nature? Or might there still be an opportunity to take the tournament to, to a new and interesting course? Yes, John. I, I think we, we were intentional about this strategy and wanting uh, to take the U.S. Open and the U.S. Women's Open to where the players really want to win their U.S. Open uh, and really going to the cathedrals of the game. Uh, and that's the way we think about it and thinking about the future and those investments uh, for the future. But we've also left plenty of opportunity in open years going forward with both open championships to where, yeah, we can, we, we have more places, you, you, you know, we're not done yet. So, so stay tuned. There's more to come and there's going to be plenty of room for the, you know, the, not every club wants to host every five to seven years or even every 10 years. And there are some special places out there that uh, we think would be magnificent U.S. Open, U.S. Women's Open sites, and so we're thinking about it that way. And we've got plenty of room to do so. If you look out over the next three decades, there's lots of years where we can fit in some tried and trues that maybe don't want to host as often, or even some new ones if we choose to go in that direction. He is John Bodenhammer, Senior Managing Director of Championships for the United States Golf Association. Uh, I loved the news last week, John. I love Oakmont. Uh, Marion's a bucket list a location. Congratulations on this. Congratulations on all that, that you're doing there at the USGA. And thank you for saying yes to this. Well, John, you're very welcome. I think it's, it's an exciting time for the USGA as, as this strategy unfolds. And the last thing I would say would be, we're also excited about what it means for the entire game. The USGA has been about the entire game, men and women, since 1895, our founding. The U.S. Amateur, the U.S. Women's Amateur. The Women's Open is the oldest major in women's golf, and this announcement showcased both sides of the game, and we're very proud of that and excited for the future. Thank you, John.